0: It's good to be here with you today at church. I do have one praise report I want to bring before you before I get started with the sermon. Many of you know we've been praying for Clarence and Nadine Brown in their time of need, and we know that Clarence has recently had a back surgery. I'm pleased to announce today that he is pain free. We praise God for hearing and answering our prayers, and we know that Clarence and Nadina live clear down in Pensacola, Florida, but we know that they've been here several times to visit with us, and I'm sure that they're watching right now, so we can all say hello to Clarence and Nadina. and I know that they have prayed for myself and Pastor Ed and people from our church, and they're just such great and sweet people, and it's so good to connect with them, even from clear down in Florida. So we're excited to see praise reports, and I believe that we're going to see more praise reports and more prayers answered. Amen. We truly see God at work today. I want to welcome our guests here this morning. I know um, Jeremy Crack has been working with our children and it's good to see some of his family with us here today, and we're delighted that you're here and we want to say welcome to you as well. This message has been on my heart for quite a while as I was talking to Pastor Ed about having a standalone message this summer. I know Pastor Ed's done a, a great job leading us in the summer in the Psalms series. This summer I've really enjoyed it. Today we have a again a standalone message entitled, He is the Potter and We Are the Clay. As I think about what it really means for the Lord to be the potter and for us to be like clay. I think clear back to Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. It says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. Each and every one of us are created in the image of God Almighty. Your physical being is already exactly how God intended it to be. Each and every one of us created in the image of God, some to be male and some to be female. So we were created in His image. So now we know that our physical being is exactly how God Almighty wants it to be. Now where we want to get today then is a transformation spiritually. That the same God who created our physical being in His image now wants to transform our spiritual being to be just like Him. So throughout this sermon today, may the Lord inspire you that truly you would allow Him to be the potter and we would be like clay spiritually. And throughout this day, He would touch our hearts and lives, and that he would truly mold us and shape us into everything he wants us to be spiritually. You can turn to Jeremiah chapter 18, verses 1 through 6. If you're able, please stand for the reading of God's word. The scriptures on the projectors as well, if you don't have a Bible open to Jeremiah chapter 18. Again, verses one through six. Reads like this The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause you to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and there he was, making something at the wheel. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again into another vessel, as it seemed good to the potter to make. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel! Can I not do with you as this potter? Says the Lord, look, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. Thank you. You may be seated. So we see in this passage of Scripture that the word Of the Lord came to the prophet Jeremiah for him to arise, go down to the potter's house, and listen to the word of the Lord. Now, as I think about this passage of Scripture, The word of the Lord came to the prophet Jeremiah to go. And the prophet Jeremiah, he was obedient to the word of the Lord. Jeremiah immediately did what the Lord told him to do. And Jeremiah found himself at the potter's house and the potter was at work. The word of the Lord came to the prophet Jeremiah, saying, O house of Israel, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. And I believe full-heartedly, if we'll be like the prophet Jeremiah, the Lord will will use us to do great things. First thing I want to talk to you about today, obedience. You know, the prophet Jeremiah, when he heard this call from the Lord, he could have just taken a back seat and said, no, nope, not going to the potter's house today, Lord. Not so, my Lord. Got better things to do. I'm busy today, God. Get back with me later. Not so the case. The prophet Jeremiah responded with obedience unto the Lord. And today, if you're obedient to the Lord, that will go a very long ways in Him molding you and shaping you into what He has called you to be. As we hear the Lord, word of the Lord today, understand that obedience is greater than sacrifice. We must be obedient to the Lord, just like Jeremiah was in this passage of Scripture. Jeremiah went to where the Lord had called him to be. You know, there's times in our lives where the Lord may call us to go and pray with someone, go and minister to someone, go and take some food to them, whatever the case may be. Again, there may be times when we don't feel like it. But just like the prophet Jeremiah, we got to go where the Lord calls us to go. And if the Lord calls you to go somewhere, the mission field or wherever it may be, by all means, you have my blessing and Pastor Ed's blessing that indeed we do say go where God calls you to go. And so Jeremiah went where the Lord called him to go. And then he heard the voice of the Lord as he got to the potter's house. Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 6. O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter? Says the Lord, look, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand. O house of Israel. Oh, Chillicothe First Church, the Lord wants to take each and every one of us, and He wants to He wants us to be like clay. If we come before the Lord like clay today, and make it our prayer, saying, "God." Make me like clay. He will indeed mold us and shape us into everything, everything he wants us to be. Chillicothe First Church, will you make yourself available today Will you allow the Lord to do a great work in your heart and life and be everything, everything he has called you to be? The prophet Jeremiah heard this great word from the Lord and it impacted his heart and life. We also see in Isaiah chapter 64, verse 8, says, but now, O Lord... You are our Father, and we are the clay, and you are the potter, and all we are the work of your hand. And when all is said and done, when I I pass away in this life, I want the Lord to be able to say to myself and everyone listening today, well done, good and faithful servant enter into my kingdom. Why? Because you made yourself available. You're obedient to the Lord. made yourself like spiritual clay. I just want to bring four points before you today in regards to the Lord molding us and shaping us into everything He's called us to be. Not limited to these four points, but I want to share four points with you that I know will go a long ways into God Almighty molding us and shaping us into what He has called us to be. The first point I want to share with you The Lord desires to mold and shape our hearts into hearts full of love. The Lord desires to mold and shape our hearts into hearts of love. As Christians, I believe we must be the most loving, godly people on the face of the earth. I believe full-heartedly that we should be full of empathy and compassion each and every day of our lives. You say, I love people today, that's great, so does the heathen. Take it a step further, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5 verse 44, love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you. And I believe that if we're going to be what God calls us to be, each and every one of us has got to love our enemies. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. And again, if someone's not doing what is right, if someone's sinning against us, love them anyways. And remember, Christ loved us. When we were unlovable. The Lord desires to mold and shape our hearts. To be hearts filled with spiritual love. The second point I want to bring before you. The Lord desires to mold and shape us into great students of his word. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that we make time for what matters most to us in this life. If I was to ask who doesn't have a busy schedule this week, I don't even know if there'd be one hand that would go up this morning. Is anybody here this week that's not going to be busy this week? Every last one of us is going to be busy. But still, we must make time for God's Word. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Study to show thyself approved. is God giving his full approval to your Bible study and studying his word. People, we live in a culture where people settle for, as Christians, a mediocre knowledge of God's word. But as he is molding us and shaping us spiritually this day, he's calling us deeper into the Word of God. Never forget a minister coming to my last church and and standing before us and quoting the entire book of Ephesians and then finishing in the book of Hebrews. Hebrews. I understand he also had the whole Sermon on the Mount memorized. And he was going for more books in the New Testament to memorize them from start to finish. It all started one weekend when he was on a retreat. Someone asked the group, Have you memorized a lot of scriptures? Many people in the group said no. The group leader said, why not? It impacted his heart and life. Studying God's Word, memorizing God's Word, allowing it to penetrate our hearts and lives. Memorization of Scriptures is, is hard. And I'll memorize more scriptures or I'll die trying. Make time for the word of God. The third point I want to bring before you. The Lord desires to mold us and shape us into people with a great life of prayer. The Lord desires to mold us and shape us into people with a great life of prayer. Last night I went to a local revival in our community and watched Pastor Robert Iser preach a great message about fasting. And time went on and on and on and By 10 o'clock, finally the service is over. I went up to greet Pastor Robert Eiser. He said to me, hey, some of us are going to Steak and Shake tonight. Do you want to come or are you going home? 10 o'clock. Now, those of you that know me quite well, you know, I'm not into this whole morning thing and the, the morning hours. But hey, if somebody wants to do something late at night, hey, I'm game. So a group of us went to Steak and Shake last night, and Pastor Robert Iser looked at me. We had a discussion. It was amazing how much we had in common in the sense of a time frame where myself and my brother were the exact same age as his children, two out of three of them. He has three children. Two of them are doing good, two of them are serving the Lord, and then he's got one that's a prodigal. He asked me to pray for Jeremy Iser. Be careful what you ask pastors, ministers to do. Because whether we're in public setting or if I'm in privacy of my own home, I'm ready to pray and I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so with four tables joined together and about 12 of us joining our hearts together, we prayed for Jeremy Iser. And I believe... As we all join together in prayer, I believe that we touched heaven last night, praying for Jeremy Eiser. I'm looking for the testimonies to come soon. And that is just one example where I know that I know the Lord has called myself and each and every one of us to have a great, strong, healthy prayer life. When one of us carries a burden, each and every one of us can be a blessing. How's one of the strongest ways we can do it? Through prayer. Prayer should never be viewed as the least we can do, but the most we can do. And so we are called to bear one another's burdens, to pray for one another. We know that Jesus came to save that which was lost. He's willing that none should perish. All would come to repentance. And so I say to you this day, pray for the lost. Pray for the lost. That the prodigals would come home. Jesus is welcoming the prodigal's home with his arms open wide spiritually and running and pursuing those that would come home and serve him. Pray for the lost. Pray for the sick to be healed. Pray for the captives to be set free. I know there's times in my life where I've settled for a weak prayer life. But I'm telling you today that the Lord is calling myself and this church deeper in our prayer walk. Amen. These altars are still available. I make an altar in my own home. Pray, Amen. seek the Lord. Amen. Prayer is the most powerful thing we can do on the face of the earth. Right. Pray. Let us come boldly before the throne of grace this very day. Mark 11, verse 24 says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it shall be yours. Hear the words of Christ this very day. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it shall be yours. The Lord is going to answer our prayers this very day according to His will. Pray. Pray without ceasing. Spend a great amount of your life in prayer. The fourth point I want to bring before you. The Lord desires to mold and shape us into a group of people who make disciples so that the world will be molded and shaped into his likeness. Say that again. The Lord desires to mold and shape us into a group of people who make Christ-like disciples so that the world will be molded and shaped into his likeness. Don't just pray for the lost. Seek the lost. Do everything you can to lead them to the Lord. Proverbs 11 verse 30 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. I tell you this day, there is great godly wisdom in leading people to the Lord. Jesus spoke in Luke chapter 15, verse 7, part B, about that lost sheep parable. He said, therefore, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. I want to see all of heaven rejoice this week because we've gone out of this place and we've led people to the Lord. If each and every one of us pray for the Lord to lead us this week, if each and every one of us seek to evangelize someone we know that's not right with the Lord, I guarantee you, someone will be successful this week, in leading someone to Christ, remember Jesus with only 12 people impacted this world for Christ. We are hearing the gospel today because of Jesus and his 12 disciples spreading the gospel throughout the world. And as we lead people to Christ, we must work to disciple them, encourage them to be baptized as they progress in the relationship then. Encourage them to participate in the holy sacrament of communion. That we would truly be a people that lead people to the Lord and show forth the praises of Him. So today, you have the challenge before you. I don't know what you came in expecting in church today, but before you go, I encourage you. Pray for the Lord to make you like clay, that he would truly mold you and shape you into everything that he desires for you to be, lacking nothing. If the praise team would come forth at this time if everyone who's able could please stand in reverence for the presence of the Lord. As the praise team is coming this day, I want to tell you this is a powerful song. the potter's hand by Hillsong Worship. As we sing this day, by all means, the altars are open. And truly, as we sing this day, mean it from the bottom of your heart. Make it your prayer that truly that truly You are giving your life to the potter's hand that you would be everything that the Lord has called you to be.